0: choosing the right mobile plan for you the galaxy s7 compared to the s5 your calls on those issues plus how to mow your lawns with your iphone and uh, a few other things going on this week in technology here on your tech life hosting for your tech life proudly provided by web central everything technology from computers to mobile phones tvs and the internet information you
1: want all the help you need Your Tech Life with Trevor Long
0: Thank you for listening this is episode 319 of Your Tech Life thanks to the good people at Garmin satellite navigation GPS technology and of course uh, Netgear's Arlo range of smart home security cameras great technology easy to integrate and we'll tell you more about those things later um, as I said at the top and the reason I do that is so that the people that are listening online so if, if you see the um, article on, uh, on eftm you can actually listen to the podcast within the site but i don't think anyone's sitting on a single page listening to a 30 45 or, or an hour long podcast so sample it see what it's like and encourage people to maybe download I'd, I'd be interested to know what your experience with other podcasts is because i admitted i came clean i don't know about a year ago and said that i don't actually listen to many podcasts so what i do here is very unique to me um very radio show based, but still unique to this as a podcast. So I listened to a couple, but uh, curious to know how you see, I don't know, everything from intros to outros to integration of sponsors, whatever it might be. Curious on your thoughts as we continue to evolve just 319 episodes in. Um, As I say, uh, a few other things to talk about this week, including Telstra's plans for NRL fans this year. Um, if you want to watch the games on your mobile phone, I have great news. Um, Free-to-air channels. I just cannot believe the amount of traffic coming to EFTM, uh, querying and wondering about how to get the free-to-air digital TV channels, um, just because we've got some new channels launched and the like. Plus, the Tesla feature that beats BMW to the punch. It's uh, pretty... Phenomenal stuff and uh, fun and worth talking about here this week on Your Tech Life, plus those calls on mobile phones, iPad storage, and the Galaxy S7. Let's kick it off on Your Tech Life. So, Telstra. I had a question on the radio today um, from someone uh, on TUE on Tuesday afternoons with Stuart Bocking at about 12.30 if you're interested. Um, I had a question from someone kind of complaining about um, the Optus English Premier League situation. We don't know how they're going to be able to watch it. It's it's changing the way we watch content and stream things. It's all just getting hard for consumers. And someone asked what's going to happen with the NRL and, I actually couldn't answer that question because we got it's kind of a new broadcast rights season. Um, but I, I was confident Telstra had the digital rights still. So I did some digging after the show. And um, uh, if you've been on EFTM already, you you would know. I've thrown out the exclusive, uh, having dug around to find that, um, first of all, uh, Channel Nine's 9Now app and website will not stream the rugby league. So just like when the cricket was on and they launched the live streaming app, you couldn't watch the cricket. You could only watch it on Optus mobile phones. Um, you, Because Channel 9 do not yet have the streaming rights, you won't be able to watch the Tel- the NRL Premiership on the Nine Now app or website. Um, apparently, in two years, uh, Channel 9 gets the digital rights. So they'll be working towards that. Um that's uh, that's Channel 9's perspective. If you're a Foxtel customer, obviously Foxtel through their renegotiated, renegotiated deal with Channel 9 late last year, now will show every single NRL game um, live. And uh, that as a result, if you are a Telstra customer with the Sport Pack, you will be able to use the, the Foxtel Go, sorry, a Foxtel customer with the Sport Pack. You will be able to use the Foxtel Go app to watch, all um, NRL games live on your mobile phone. So that's pretty cool. But probably more importantly to the, I don't know, 80% of other Australians, and let's break that down into NRL fans, it used to be for the last couple of years, you could use the NRL app, which is developed by Telstra, to stream the games, most games, not a couple of them. But this year it's going to be every single game is available to stream in the app. And it used to be about 80 bucks a year, which is a pretty good deal. This year, zero. It's going to be free. So everyone can download the NRL app and for free stream the NRL. So this is really interesting because they, they can't monetize it then unless they're putting ads in. So A, it'll be interesting to see how many ads they put into the into the stream, the broadcast. Um, B, it'll be interesting to see how uh, the diversified audience stacks up for the NRL figures, but also for Channel 9. They're the ones that have paid the massive bucks. So Will it affect their ratings, you know, Friday night, Thursday night football? Will it rate as well as they expect? Because Foxtel have got it, as does the Telstra app, the NRL app. Now, to be clear, that's for everyone. You don't have to be a Telstra customer to take advantage of that. But I'm tipping it's metered, unmetered for all Telstra customers. So if you're a Telstra mobile customer, you don't pay for the data that you use while you're streaming. If you're an Optus, Vodafone or other um, Telco customer, you will pay per gigabyte megabyte for what you watch so be a bit cautious about that because it can absolutely uh, um, throw you a curveball with regards to data usage so that's a pretty good deal that's pretty exciting for uh, for everyone Um, you wouldn't have seen that coming a couple of years ago but the broadcast landscape has changed so much that they kind of have to offer it for free Um, so interesting times and just as a sidebar I noticed Harry Tucker from Business Insider uh, today had a story about Optus potentially introducing ad-blocking software at the network level. So what that would could mean is that when you visit a website on your on your mobile phone through the Optus network, it actually strips out all the ads. Sounds like great news, right? But what it actually means is they could then theoretically charge a premium to publishers to clip the ticket on all advertising. So the ads that you do see, Optus is getting a cut off as well. Um, maybe that's some sort of play as to how they're going to run the EPL. I just don't know. It's all very interesting. We'll know more in the weeks and months ahead. But uh, until then, um, the good news for NRL fans is that the streaming of uh, NRL matches will be free. You will not need a season pass, a season ticket on the NRL app. Talking technology without the jargon. Your Your
1: Tech life Life with Trevor Long. Long.
0: So a lot of, and I mean seriously, a lot of traffic right now. Uh, literally, as I record, uh, t- three of the top five stories on the EFTM website right now from people that are on the website right now are um, are about the uh, something to do with digital television channels and broadcasts. Um, the switch of Channel 9 HD at the end of last year, the new 9 Life channel uh, created a lot of conversation because people couldn't watch the 9 HD, uh, and then we had the um, the announcement from Channel 7 that they would have a new channel called 7 Flicks, which launched just a few days ago, and Channel 10 is about to launch their um, HD simulcast um, in just a few days. So what does it all mean for you, and what can you get? Now, let's be clear, I'm talking primarily about metropolitan listeners here, um, uh, people who are viewers of television outside of the metro areas Really need to talk to your local stations. Win has finally switched on the HD channels. I can't tell you N Prime's gonna do that for the seven flicks because it's a whole infrastructure rollout they have to do. So just be a bit be a bit light on them. But let me again try and explain the technology here. Now in real terms, let me get nerdy on you. Um, the television st- stations have twenty three megabits of spectrum. That's the amount of bitrate they can allocate. And what they do is they they divide that up amongst all their channels and if you can imagine it's 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 a pipe it's an amount of space uh, available for them to to push these channels down through then they can only allow so many channels for a start they can't just put an unlimited number of channels um, onto their um, onto their network streamings um, they can't Um, just have all HD because a HD channel takes up a lot more space than an SD channel. And then there's two types of broadcast technology. There's MPEG-2 and there's MPEG-4. Now MPEG-2 is much more bandwidth intensive than MPEG-4. So let me give you some real numbers here. Okay? Real, genuine numbers. The ABC... Utilising their twenty-three megabits of spectrum, their SD channels take up four megabits, four point one, in fact. Um, they so four, sorry, three SD channels: ABC, ABC two, and ABC three. That's twelve of their twenty-three meg spectrum. A HD channel, News Twenty Four, takes up nine, nine point four, in fact. That is 21.7 of their 23 utilised, and the rest is is the audio for those channels and a couple of radio stations. Now, channel nine, for example, allocates uh, 4.5 meg for its SD channel. A little bit less than that for its for its other channels. It's Gem Go Nine Life. They're all three and a bit. And extra, the little shopping kind of channel is two and some two and a bit. So before they even introduced their HD, they've already utilized 16 meg of their spectrum. If you introduced a HD channel there, it's going to take up nine. There's not enough space. So that's why they introduced the MPEG-4 HD channel. An MPEG-4 HD channel uses only 5 meg of spectrum. That's almost half an MPEG-2 channel. So imagine you take away... And let's talk about Channel 7, for example. Channel 7, currently, using 23 mega spectrum, have a 4 meg SD channel, 4 meg SD2, a 9 meg HD channel, right? So that's 17 meg straight up. And then they're using really low quality, um, uh, about 2 meg for their new channels and and the 4me and those kind of things. So... If they get rid of right their HD simul- HD broadcast of seven mate and let's just turn that into 4 Meg, they're immediately freed up six Meg of spectrum and you know what they do? They just throw in a HD simulcast. so by switching seven mate from HD to SD saves them a lot of lot of space okay? Uh, saves them five, nearly six meg of space, and they can utilize that exact amount of space for a HD simulcast of the main channel. So what they're doing is they're reallocating their space to, to offer us theoretically more. Now, the problem is the only way you can watch these newer services, the MPEG-4 services, the ones that save space, is if you've got a relatively new TV. And that's the challenge. Not everyone does, and people are discovering that... Um, that not everyone has a brand new TV. So uh, it's it's a really interesting change to the way we're doing television. You're going to have to get a new TV sooner or later because I guarantee you that sooner or later the television station is going to want to pump all of their channels out using this technology. They could basically have 10 or more standard definition channels using MPEG-4, whereas right now they can kind of get to 6. So you can imagine the, the, the ability for them to make channels it's pretty big pretty extreme i know that's complicated it's a little bit nerdy a little bit high number rates when we're talking in a podcast but i've tried to break it down using charts and um uh, and demonstrate the changes on the website so if you go to eftm.com.au look at the free to wear channels in 2016 story see if you can work out what i'm going on about there this is your tech life episode 319 thanks to the good folk at garmin and arlo Easy to get in touch, just go to the website eftm.com.au or you can uh, tweet me at Trevor Long or we'll go to the phones. 1-800-157-157. G'day Kylie.
2: Hi Trevor, how are you?
0: I am excellent. What can I do for you?
2: I have had a Samsung S5 phone for a couple of years now mm-hmm. and I'm looking to upgrade to the S7. I'm wondering what the, I guess, most significant changes are.
0: Wow. From the 5 to the 7, it's like a a, a leap ahead in time. Um, Okay. I've described, so you've got a phone from 2014. Uh, 2015 was the year they released the S6, which was beautiful. A a very nice new design. And I'm going to say iPhone-like design, you know, metal, body, glass. You know, very, very premium. I I feel like the, the S5, while it was a great phone, is very plasticky and cheap. You know, the metal around the outside is... Is cheap plastic, the back is plastic, yes. um, but it is waterproof and has expandable storage and has a removable battery. The S6 yes. last year was disappointing because it didn't have any of those things, but it was a beautiful phone. So this year, the S7 is again a beautiful phone, same premium look and feel, but it's waterproof and it has expandable storage. The only thing it doesn't have that yours has is a removable battery.
2: Okay. Do you know how long the battery power
0: lasts for on just regular use? Look, regular use use you are going to get through your day. You know, I don't think uh, any phone can rightly claim to get you more than a day. (laughs) Um, I think if you've got a a charger by your bedside or in the kitchen um, and you've got, you know, a a, a normal work day, then you can expect to unplug your phone in the morning, use it all day and plug it in at night and, and you shouldn't have any issues. If you... Are going hard on it one day and doing a lot of things, then it will deplete like any other device will. But you'll see probably better performance than what you currently get would be the hope. Great. And do you
2: know what the storage capacities are?
0: So they're going to sell it in Australia as a 32 gig um, uh, phone and then you can buy expandable storage that, that you oh, insert okay. into it. So what? What? how much have you got in yours now?
2: Uh sixteen plus expandable of sixteen, I
0: think. Ah, oh, well, you'll be you'll be fine. You can yeah. get a nice little sixty-four gig card, expandable, and put it in the top of a thirty-two gig. You'll never look back.
2: <clears throat> Sounds good because I ha- keep having to delete apps on this one. Oh
0: right, yeah, no, that's the pain. So, uh, who, which carrier are you with?
2: I'm, I'm with Optus, so I'm just. I guess I just need to see what their plans are as well because I'm paying sixty. A month at the moment for this S five,
0: and you're paying the sixty for the phone and the plan. Or are you paying sixty for your plan plus the phone? <coughs> yes,
2: the phone and the plan, right? And that's two gigs of data. And I, I, I mean, I'd be keen to get more data.
0: So, well, let's have a look at the Optus plans for you. I've got them uh, in front of me. That'd be great. Um, they sixty dollar. So this is the tough one. Um, I'm 60, assuming I'll have
2: to pay more,
0: you will. <laughs> Excuse yep. me, their <clears throat> the sixty dollar plan. Um, the the S seven will cost you another sixteen dollars on top of that. So that's that's what you're paying for the handset, if you like. Sure. But for yeah, sixty dollars, sure. you will now get unlimited calls and texts, and you will get one, uh, three gigabyte of data.
2: Okay.
0: Now, if you wanted to go crazy, then so that's so that's seventy six dollars. Okay. Um, yep. If you were to pay $85, then you would get 8 gig of data. Oh, okay. So it's not much more money. No, but, so but what What yeah. I would do is, is, in all honesty, I would sign up at the lower plan. Um, sure. Because then, then you're non-committal. <laughs> yeah,
2: sure. You, you, and then you can just pay you, the... You,
0: you can always go 30. up, right? You can always say, yeah. I'm contracted on the $60 plan, but I'd like to be switched to the $80 plan. Um mm. and, and then go up through the plans instead of having to come back down. Now obviously um you know the other option is to to buy outright. Um and that really just depends on, you know, how much cash you've got. Up.
2: Can't um, do that, no. No, yeah. No.
0: But if you look at here here's the thing, it's it's about a twelve hundred dollar phone, right? Now if yeah. you if you divide that into into, into two years, it's fifty dollars a month. So you're gonna pay yeah. fifty bucks a month, you know, let's say off a credit card, for example. Um, mm-hmm. And then to get that three gig of data, you're going to still need to pay 30 bucks a month anyway with a Kogan mm-hmm. or a Vodafone or someone. Um, so you are, if you are happy with your provider and mm-hmm. you know that is the phone you want, then you are better off mm-hmm. on a plan. Yes, I, I think that's
2: what I'll do. And I'm in the Samsung universe so and I'm eligible for my upgrade on the 6th of March. So Have you still got the for box the for,
0: for the S5? I might. Put it on eBay.
2: That's an idea, but my little
0: girl has her eyes. Ah, mm-hmm. right. Well, if there's a little, if there's a little one in the in the midst, then yes, that's yes. where it goes. But just remember, they're 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 valuable. So you know, it's whether it's a hundred and fifty dollars or two hundred dollars, it's worth something. So always, sure. I always I like to that. think we should we should trade that off against our our new ones, especially mm. when you're thinking about that outright purchase. But I would consider the sixty dollar plan, which will cost you seventy dollars, seventy six dollars a month, or the eighty dollar plan which will cost you $85 a month with the handset included, um, and you will love this phone. I mean, you will literally love this phone. It's beautiful. Compared to what you have now, it is just sensational. Um, if you pre-order now, how old your little girl?
2: Oh, she's uh, seven and a half.
0: So I was going to say if you pre-order now, you can get the um, the virtual reality headset, but they don't recommend them mm-hmm. for kids under 13, I'll be honest. So while um, it is yeah, sensational... The
2: old phone for music.
0: Yeah, music and maybe the odd app or something. Maybe you yeah. should play a game yeah. here and there. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, enjoy. Okay. I think you're. I think you're going to love it. And uh, if you pre-order now, you might just get one sooner rather than later. That they, they are available from March the 11th. Fantastic. Thanks for
2: your help, Trevor.
0: No worries. Any time. Any time at all.
2: Thank you. Good okay. on you.
0: And if you've got a question, a problem, or you want to have a chat about anything technology in your life, jump on the website eftm dot com dot au. a you nominations on new songs i have news we have a new song coming i'm very excited about i have, I have no idea what it's going to say but i but i picked a, a theme i picked a bass song it's good I'm, I'm looking forward to it we have no time frame on that anyway we do it all thanks to the good people at garmin satellite navigation gps and fitness tracking products. The VivoFit 3, an activity tracker with automatic activity detection. Now this one I saw at Mobile World Congress, Um, very nice sleek unit and some beautiful designs too coming in. Whether you're walking around the office or going for a jog, the VivoFit 3 can automatically detect your activity using Garmin Move IQ and display it on Garmin Connect, where it comfortably 24-7 to monitor sleep and count steps and even get reminded to move after an hour of inactivity with the red Move bar. It's water-resistant, has a one-year battery life, and can be dressed up with interchangeable style collection bands to suit every moment of your active lifestyle. Check that one out. It's new, and it's from Garmin, and it's at garmin.com.au. Now, the Tesla car is one you know I love. I've loved the concept of it for some time. Um, but they released a new software update, um, I think I say a few months ago and it had a feature called summon in it and, uh, it didn't work in Australia. (laughs) They didn't make it available in Australia. And in America, I've seen demonstrations of this. It is sensational. It can be linked with your garage door. You could be in the house. You press the button, the garage door goes up, the car drives out of the driveway, parks itself out the front, ready for you to drive. Very cool. Not available in Australia. Now, when I drove the BMW 7 Series um, a few weeks ago, I was bitterly disappointed that its remote park feature, or self-park feature, didn't work also. It wasn't available in Australia. The whole button on the key was missing. Again, legislation prevented it from being able to work here. Well, Tesla this week announced uh, an Australian software update, 7.1.1, I think it is, which brings summon to this country now the diehard tesla fans are furious it's not what they want but just as a token of innovation and and here's the thing here's the the clear difference a tesla did it first um it's not as as detailed as in america but they did it um bmw announced today i haven't seen a release but they they told another publication that they were bringing it later in the year but it would not be retrospective so if you bought a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar bmw last week and you want that self-park feature Sorry, got to get a new one later. So that's just mind-boggling to me, whereas Tesla can just go, yeah, no, you bought a car two years ago? Yeah, sweet, we'll just give you a software upgrade, and it's here. Uh, that's, the, that's the thing about this company. They're innovative, they're nimble, and they're a, they're a technology company almost first. So what it does do is, if you, let's say you're driving up to a car station, you go, oh, man, I'm going to fit in there, but I'm not going to be able to open the door. Well, you get out, shut the door, and you open the, open your iPhone, and you open the Tesla app and you click on the summon and a picture of the car appears. You put your finger on the on the car and you push it forward, holding your finger down. And the car just rolls forward into the spot. Same in your driveway, same in your garage, whatever you like. And you want to bring it out, you open the app, you pull, you pull, pull the car back and it just comes out. Now, it's got sensors, so it knows it's not going to hit anything. Um, you're obviously there, so you can see it as well. Um, it's a very simple thing. I'm not sure it has huge use case. But for people in narrow spots, it's going to really be a cool thing, especially people with narrow garages. So it's available. Now, if you own a Tesla Model S, I hate you. Um, <laughs> um, I just That's just a jealousy thing, right? That's okay. Don't take it to heart. Um, and if you do own a Tesla Model S, please tweet me or say hello. I'd love to know more. Um, at Trevor Long is my address. Um, there's a new Tesla coming out, the, the Model 3, apparently end of the month, um, March 31. The pre-orders will begin I'm going to put it out there. I if the pre-order deposit is under two thousand dollars, I'm putting money down. Putting money down because my information is it's refundable until you kind of finalize your order at the point where it's coming out of the factory, which could be two years away. So let's back ourselves here, people. Let's let's say in the next two years you're going to be super successful and I can afford a Tesla Model Three, which I think is going to be a seventy, eighty thousand dollar car, and uh, I'm going to put some money down. We'll see what happens. Uh, that's later in the year. If you've got a Tesla, Summon is now available. Check it out on the Tesla website, and there's a story up at eftm.com.au. Great to be back on home soil. Let's keep cracking with calls. G'day, Neil.
1: Hey, Trevor. How are you going? Good, mate.
0: What can I do for you?
1: i oh, look, good. I uh, called you earlier about uh, getting a new phone. I ended up getting the Oppo R7, which I'm really happy about.
0: Where did you get it from, mate?
1: Um, well, I went, to, I went to Dick Smith's or, and they had it advertised for 289, and then it sold out within two hours. So I got it online from Mobile City in um, Sydney. With, um, I got one for myself and my wife. And it was pretty good, you know, overnight delivery. So, in, so it's really good. So for four for three ninety, three 2 of them. And um, so yeah, and wrapped a three uh, gig um, card in and putting movies on and streaming with Chrome. It's excellent. Perfect.
0: Well, that's I excellent.
1: Suppose the, the next step is like you know I was just wondering because with Telstra it was just a basic mobile you know prepaid planning. Yeah. I don't make a lot of calls, and I just wondered, you know, what's the options out there? Really? I heard you talk about it before with a few people. Yeah, oh,
0: yeah. What? Well, how much do you paying at the moment per month each?
1: Well, I'm just whacking twenty, thirty bucks here and there, and it's lasting me for a couple of months.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hmm. So you, you, the one of the key things there is you need a long expiry.
1: I suppose yeah, long expiry. Maybe like a little bit of data, because I mean, I, I can sort of put my wife's phone at home and at work when it when it works properly. I thought sort of maybe a little bit of data when I'm on the train if I need to do something.
0: Yep, totally.
1: Uh, as with the pain I've got now, the is like, you know, really exorbitant price if I have to use it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, how much data, you don't know, you, so you definitely don't need a lot of data, right? And you, you don't make many calls at all?
1: Not really, no. I mean, like, I'm at home, and either I receive calls at home or at work. Mm. I, know, I use work phone or I ring up from home. You know, I've got Skype at home, but, you know, like, where am I? I've got that yep. too, so I, think the I issue, don't make a lot of I think
0: the issue is going to be mainly your um, your expiry date. So, yep. basically, you can, um, you know, you can find some really good plans out there that will give you, you know, one or two gigabytes of data. Now, mm-hmm. and probably unlimited calls, to be honest. Now, Aldi, for example, Aldi have a plan... It's twenty five bucks. It gives you seventy dollars worth of calls, which yep. is basically seven hundred minutes worth of calls, one um, point five gig of data, um, and it's twenty five bucks. But it's yep. only thirty day expiry. The yep. Kogan just announced one that's sixteen ninety five, like seventeen dollars, and yep. it's unlimited calls and one gig of data for seventeen bucks. But again, it's only thirty day expiry, so. Your maximum length of time you're going to get is is 30 days. So, uh-huh. I think the problem is whenever you go for something that's got a slightly longer, um, you know, expiry date, you're more likely in that case to end up with something that doesn't have the kind of inclusions that that you're going to go up to. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you yep. if you go like for like and just want calls, then yeah, you'll probably find uh, someone that has a um, a plan to suit, but it probably won't have that. Um, that level of of expiry that you're looking for. So that's a key differentiator, and unfortunately there isn't a lot of them that do it. Now, the one I think it's worth looking at and doing a bit of research into is probably Virgin Mobile. Now, Virgin for $19 give you $100 worth of calls, 500 meg of data, but they do have a rollover of of your data, yep. Yep. when you when you recharge before the expiry, yeah. Yep. So it could be that that helps. So basically, if you, um, if you get to the end of uh, you know twenty eight days into the thirty, and you put nineteen dollars on, then your data tops itself up on top on top of the next month's one, um, yep. which at least at least gives you more value out of it, I think.
1: Yeah, sounds. I the same mean, there's a lot out there. I mean, I have to decide, you know, whether I just believe it as it is and just, you know, use around it. Because the money, you know, I might commit on the train. and might use a little bit of that. Yeah.
0: And look, you're not on a contract, right? So no. why don't you just, why don't you switch? Switch to Kogan, switch to Virgin, switch to one of them and just see how it goes for a month or two. And if you don't like it, just go back to Telstra. See, this is the yeah. thing. You've got to remember, it takes about five minutes to switch telcos. Um, yeah, if yeah. you walk into a store and do it, if you do it, you know, order a SIM card on the internet and do it over the internet, it might take an hour. But it doesn't take long. You get to keep your phone number and you can change carriers whenever you want. And yeah, I think yeah, that's good. really worthwhile doing because then you get to experience and sample the service. You also do at least one recharge to see how easy it is to do a recharge. Um, and also just then test how much data you do use. If if you let yourself free and you you know use it a bit on the train, how much would you use? So that's probably yep. worth having a look at.
1: I suppose you're right. Just try and just see my usage. Um, you know, try it for a month or two and try to see what the usage is and see, you know, it depends what you do, of course. So the great so see the great thing
0: about prepaid, right, is let's say you go to Kogan Mobile website, you buy a SIM card, it's, you know, five bucks to buy a SIM card, they send it to you. Um, and then you do a $17 recharge. Now, after four, four weeks, you recharge it again. Um, the thing is, if you use it all in one go, well, you, you, you just recharge it sooner. Um, if you don't use it at all, then you get, you get you get to know how much you did use and you're ready for the next one you do. But the critical thing is you can switch back to your carrier. You can switch. Mate, you, over the next six months, you could change from Telstra to Optus to Vodafone to Kogan to Omacium and back to Telstra yep. every month if you wanted to.
1: Yeah. yeah, you're right. I'll have to try. I mean, it's just like the, the Wi-Fi at work stuff and, you know, and three Airs are useless and, I'm, you know, at lunchtime I'm trying to get a Wi-Fi uh, signal somewhere and that's probably, you know, maybe a bit of surfing through games and, yeah. to, you, know, um, you know, check your emails and things like that.
0: I can't imagine you're going to need more than a gig and it would be worthwhile. So I'd start with one that's big. So Kogan, for example, it's 17 bucks, gives you a gig and if you find you're not using anywhere near that, then... Maybe switch to uh the virgin one um hmm. you never hmm. know your luck yep.
1: all right, yeah. buddy, good uh, luck.
0: I'm glad you uh, like the oppo you. mate um uh, did so tell me, did you had you held one in your hand before you bought it online, or did you just take it on a whim?
1: um sort of, I was looking around, saw sort of basically your recommendation um and I looked at a few youtube um um you know recommendations mm-hmm. and reviews and uh you know obviously it's not the flagship it's not the u and all this and I found Well, we come from the iPhone 3 I thought it's fantastic
0: oh yeah exactly um, and what did the mrs think
1: she loves it oh, well she's not as big of a user as me but there's something upgraded of course you know it's pretty old phones and you know I've sort of used to take it over using of my tablet I you I know, put the you know uh, you know podcast on you know Pocket, what's it? Uh, pocket, pocket cast? cast or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, that's quicker than it? use iTunes. I've got my email. You know, I've got you know for tor- torrent <coughs> illegal. Um, just remove that and like I cast it on the telly at home in the bedroom and um, and um, it's just replaced my tablet basically you now and I'm, I'm really extremely happy with it. And I'm, the performance, it's fine. You know, I've got a, an issue. I mean, in these days, most of the phones look similar. Yeah, so, yeah. But, yeah so I a, people say, is that the iPhone?
0: <laughs> you know, just, 'Cause it, it is a good looking phone, it isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And um no, I'm extremely happy with it. And, um yeah, like um you say for yeah, you know, three hundred bucks, four hundred bucks, you know, you know, with the new phones coming out being over a thousand, we can't afford that. And so you now own
0: two phones outright that should last you a couple of years at the very least. And uh-huh. and you, you have this ability to do what we just talked about, which is change carriers, switch plans, do whatever you like, because you're not beholden to anyone.
1: No. No, it's, um, it's very flexible these days. Now it's good mm. that you know, mm. used to go on the contracts and you'd have you buy the short and turlings. Exactly. Um, I know, oh, cool. That's good man. I'll that. Thanks for the advice, Trevor. No worries,
0: Neil. Enjoy and uh, let me know where you end up uh, choosing and how your tests go. All right.
1: Okay. Thanks, mate.
0: Good on you, mate. And if you've got a question, a problem, you want to have a chat about anything technology in your life, go to the website eftm.com.au. dot com dot Thanks to the good people at Arlo. We are here on Your Tech Life. The new addition to the Arlo family has arrived. Arlo Q. Keeping your family and home safe can be a challenge, but Arlo Q is designed to be an easy-to-use security addition to any home with a bunch of features that give you peace of mind. The Arlo Q lets you see and hear in perfect detail. It has brilliant 1080p HD with night vision, so you'll be able to see what's happening clearly regardless of what time of day it is. It also features two-way audio so you can talk with anyone who's there. You don't have to be a security expert to install the Arlo Q camera in your home. All you need is your existing home Wi-Fi network and the Arlo app. Arlo Q is a free cloud recording so you can store and review the last seven days of recordings plus free upgrade options. Learn more, visit arlo.com au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. So I mowed my lawns with my iPhone. So here's the story. It goes back a while, actually, and I wrote about this on EFTM. The thing about this Buddy Hoverboard incident was it hurt, and it also made me useless. I broke my arm, and I was in a sling for a bit, and then I just couldn't push or lift things. So I actually couldn't mow the lawns. Now, going back before that, sometime in November, I remember the the Airtasker, I interviewed Tim Fung here, Um, Airtasker launched uh, vouchers and things and they said to me, and this kind of thing happens regularly in this gig, they said, we want you to try the service, can we give you some Airtasker credit and and give something a try? And you know, often that's the only way you can try something out and um, it's a great way to try things out, but I just said, look, there's nothing I need done. Like, I don't need someone to come and paint something. I don't, you know, I didn't need anything done at the time. But then I broke my arm, and the lawns got long, and Christmas was a week and a half away. And I went, we've got people coming around. And I went, hang on a minute. So I said to the guys at Airtasker, right, let's give this a whirl. I've got a great reason to need Airtasker. And you may not want Airtasker every week, but this one opportunity may be required. So I took some photos of my lawn, and I put it on Airtasker. Um, you log a job you put some photos on and you say, here's the job and you put a price on it. I've never paid to have my lawns done before. I've done it all myself. But I've got a reasonable amount of lawn. I mean, it takes hours to do edging, lawns, all that kind of stuff. So I thought to myself, I mean, if it was four hours, I don't know, 50 bucks, 200 bucks. Now, my father-in-law tried to tell me that was way too much because his neighbor gets his lawns done for 60 bucks a week, but that's a regular gig. That's an ongoing thing. It's a... It's a bit different, I think, to a one-off. Anyway, so I listed that as a job, and then, <coughs> excuse me. Around the side of the house, we've got this hideous plant, just huge thing. It's just ugly. It grows over this. I just don't like it. So, the um, I thought, well, let's get rid of it. Now that's got to be. It's a big job. There's some dirt to remove. I got. I need it all removed. I don't want the rubbish. That's got to be worth a bit. So I put that down for. I think it was five hundred. Anyway, I had a lot of bids immediately. You get you get emails and notifications on the app to tell you who's bidding, and you can look at them. They can leave comments. They tell you why they want to do it, how they'll do it. They, they make a bid on the price. Um, some idiots, to be honest, who don't understand the system were just going, when do you want it done, or how much? Like, they just don't understand. You just got to put a bid in. But I had a couple of really high-quality um, bidders, in the same way that eBay has people who have five stars and all that kind of stuff. I had bidders who had clearly done all the work before and had very happy customers, but there was one guy who was actually willing to do it for slightly cheaper, which was smart. It was only 5 or 10 bucks, but it made him stand out, and he was willing to do both, and I went, well, that's going to make my life easy, isn't it? <coughs> Excuse me. So I, I lined him up, and we texted back and forward to line up a time. In fact, I remember it was a Sunday, and in the end, I had to do a Today Show appearance, so I couldn't be here in the morning. I said, mate, just get started on the lawns, you'll be fine. He was great. He was here when I got home and he was smashed into it. He had his partner with him. They were both working away. And they the lawns looked immaculate and the work that he did to remove this plant was just brilliant. And he he was there to ask me questions. How much did I want removed? It was so good. Um and I just think I got great value. And I, I left a rating, he left a rating of me, and off we went on our merry way. Um it proved to me that as an on demand service, it could be anything. Could get your gutters cleaned, uh, could get your lawns mowed, could get some pressure washing done, could get some painting done, some handyman services. Or it could be something silly like go to the shops and pick up my, my, my shopping for me. But it was a great system, very easy to use, um, very reputable in terms of I knew what I was going to get. And I, didn't, I could have taken a risk on a different person, but I, I knew what I was going to get. And I think the only issue for Airtask if, if and I was talking about this in uh, Barcelona with uh, a couple of the other journals that were there with me, um, I can't quite remember who we had a longer conversation about. It might have been David Swan from the Australian. But you know, if they're going to go to IPO, I, I think they need to secure the the revenue stream, the the channel, if you like, to so this guy. I've got his number now. I could just ring him. Um, ha- how do they secure an ongoing part of my business? Or do they just assume that's their role? Just like the the Yellow Pages was just a connector between people. So I think that people will use it back and forward, on and off, to find the right person. But once you find the right person, you don't need to use the service anymore. So they they stop losing their platform fee. That's probably the only issue I see. But apart from that, a great site, easy to use. And to be honest, I just can't recommend it enough. It was great fun and... um, and, I, look, I appreciate Airtasker, the offer of the money. I did spend you know, $700 of their money, um, and it was a great service, and it was a great way to experience the um, the platform. So I wish them all the best. I've been talking to Tim, the the founder, since it very, very started way back when, and it was good to get to use it. So check it out, Airtasker.com, and uh, the story of my experience with Airtasker is up now at eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. If you've got a question about technology, problem with technology, just jump on the blower, 1-800-157-157 or go to the website eftm.com.au, which Paul did. G'day, Paul. Hi, Kevin. Hey, mate. What can I do for you?
3: Uh, Well, I was just listening to one of your uh, recent shows where a Hmm. caller was asking for a way to uh, take some um, media, I think it was uh, some old movies, um, which he could then use to play on a 16-gig, iPad. And, That's right. Uh, he had an
0: iPad with very limited storage. Was yeah. wanting to play movies, but and we went around the trees a bit there. We talked a bit about hard drives, and then in the end, we decided that if he wanted them off iTunes, he could just use them in the cloud. Well, what are your What are your yeah. thoughts? What do you do?
3: Uh, well, I'm, my my method would be overkill for his needs, but I've got uh, the Seagate Wireless Plus, which is a, a one gigabyte. Uh, uh, drive, which has its own little Wi-Fi um, network, mm-hmm. so that you can connect your iPad to that network. and then using the uh, the Seagate media app, you can uh, access any of the files that you have on that uh, on that drive. so it's it's worked out for me. I put lots of different things on there, both movies, music and and documents. Um, and also, it works as a, uh, a photo storage. Although you do have to go back to uh, uh, the photos app on the iPad to uh, to to uh, connect your pro- the camera to the iPad, transfer the photos, and then transfer them from photos to uh, the wireless drive and that uh, provides a way of, uh, if you're travelling, to, uh, to store your photos safely while you're travelling.
0: And, and so when you've got videos and things on that Seagate, can you also look at them on a computer as well because it's on a Wi-Fi network?
3: Yes, if you wanted to connect your computer to that to the, uh, the network that uh, the, the drive set up, you could use it for that as well.
0: And then in, on the iPad you launch the Seagate app and that allows you to yep. browse through the files and, stream, and you basically stream them through that app.
3: You can stream them or you can actually, if you've got capacity, storage capacity on your iPad, you move them you, 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 you can download them uh-huh. and then you can disconnect from the media, from the drive and and, uh, and watch them from the iPad itself. So it's it's fairly flexible in way, in the way you use it.
0: And you said it was a bit of overkill. Is that because of the price? Is it an expensive little unit?
3: Uh, well, he, he, yeah, because it's it's probably a bit more than what he was Saying he wanted to do, but the the, uh, the little uh, gadget that I referred you to, which I don't own, but uh, mm. it's Clips. called the iClips, mm-hmm. which is like a it's 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 a USB thumb drive on one end uh, with an uh, with a, a lightning connector on the other, mm. and apparently again you uh, the, uh, there's an app that goes with it, uh, so you can store. I think they come in various uh, up to about 32 or 64 gigabyte. Mm. Uh, you can store your um, um, media on that little thing, stick it in your pocket, and then when you're traveling, uh, just s- slide the lightning end in, into your iPad and uh, using the app can access your media from there.
0: And uh, I guess the only thing to test with those kind of things is the um, uh, the video <clears throat> video format. Make sure you're not not putting formats of videos on that can't be read by the app. In your case, by the Seagate. Have you ever come across that where the app won't show the video?
3: No. Well, yeah, but I know I, I haven't come across it, but okay. I don't sort of go into very. Uh, you know, I usually stick to uh, M4Vs or, or uh, MOV files, and, and that's uh, there's no problems with those.
0: Very good, good advice, Paul. Thank you for sharing, mate.
3: Okay. That's all right. Good
0: on you. Nice and to talk to you, Good on you, mate. I really appreciate you getting in touch. And if you've heard a caller and, and have feedback for, uh, for a listener that uh, maybe I couldn't answer or you've got better advice, happy to take it. Jump on the blower or go to the website, eftm.com.au. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. 319 episodes down. Let's play podcast recommendation time um i'm going to go really nerdy on you um if you want to get deeper into business tech there's a couple of guys called jay and farad uh who are americans uh one used to work for business insider now switched to cnbc and the other is a columnist for the new york times great blokes very relaxed style um not every episode is 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 your liking you might not like that topic but Good little kind of um, businessy tech stuff. I really enjoyed that. And when I listen to an episode, I listen to, and you know, I've talked about WTF, uh, which stands for what you think it stands for, um, with Mark Marin. I don't listen to every episode of that. I just listen where I recognize names. I highly recommend you listen to episode 683 Sasha Baron Cohen. This is Ali G. Borat, you know, the character. But this is Sasha Baron Cohen. I've, I don't think I've ever heard him speak before. And you know it's his normal English accent it's normal sasha baron Cohen it's you know uh it's it's as you can imagine isla Fisher would be talking to him because that's his wife and uh yeah it's 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 really cool and it's a very good interview it's it's excellent it's very long too, but that's a good one to listen to. Shoot me your podcast recommendations um let's let's grow this industry more by listening to more um send me an email, send me a tweet with your podcast recommendations, whether it's a specific episode or a whole new show, um, let's share them around. Remember, not everything's for everyone. You may say something to me and I wouldn't give it rats about it, but always interesting to um, uh, to try. So, uh, yes, let's share our recommendations, okay? There we go. Give it a whirl. You can get in touch. You know how to get in touch. The website, eftm.com.au. Tweet me at Trevor Long. Let's do it again next week which is my last week at sbs i have 4 days left until a whole brave new world begins oh no um and also let's have some fun on snapchat too i'm trying really hard matthew wu is on my tail about it um uh, my username i'm scrolling down to try and find it uh travelong au so add me travelong au um <clears throat> so that we can um we can snap together I've made my snaps public, so we don't need to be friends, but you can still see them because um, I can't friend everyone. That would take forever. But, uh, yeah, I'm interested in, in Snapchat. It's a bit of fun. So Trevor Long AU. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for now learning. Let's start it all again next week here on Your Tech Life. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long.